Welcome to the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting. If you want effective and actionable tips to simplify the overwhelm of launching and managing your podcast, then this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Verity Songon, podcast manager, launch strategist, and host of a top 100 podcast. I'm really excited to have you here. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting. And as ever, thank you so much for joining us. It really is a privilege. And I know this might sound really, really ch- uh, tacky. That was somewhere between tacky and cheesy, but it might sound tacky and cheesy. But just thank you for joining us for another episode. And just know that I appreciate every single one of you who tunes into these episodes, who contacts me on social and reaches out, say that they enjoyed the episodes and your key takeaways. It really, really means so, so much. So if this is your first episode or if you've been with us since the very beginning, either welcome or welcome back. And yeah, just know that I really appreciate you, however cheesy or tacky that might sound. Today, what we are talking about is podcasting versus YouTube, because I do feel like this is a bit of a debate that rages on when it comes to which platform is better to grow your brand on. So I wanted to dive into this a little bit and kind of look at the pros and cons of the of the, both of the platforms there, just to help you decide, particularly if you're in that kind of decision phase, maybe you haven't started YouTube or you haven't started a podcast yet, or you've got one of each, or you know, you've got both, or maybe just one, and you're wondering which one to really, really focus on. Now, caveat disclaimer. I don't really do YouTube. We all know this. I've got a YouTube channel. I put mainly audiograms of my podcast episodes on my YouTube channel. I I don't know. I just, I would love to say that I have got a killer YouTube strategy and I've just got it down. But truth be told, video is not my forte. Video is not like where my love is. So yeah, audio is what, is what I I enjoy most. So when I'm talking about YouTube for this particular episode, it's coming much from a theoretical point of view, as opposed to personal experience. But I feel like, you know, the points that I've got here kind of, you know, raise the, um, raise the point enough to, to really, to really help. So first of all, I want to talk about the benefits of YouTube for brand growth. YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world after Google. So what this means is that creating videos on topics that people are searching for can really help you reach a wider audience. YouTube is owned by Google, which means that videos uploaded to YouTube are more likely to appear in Google search results. And this can be amazing for increasing your brand's visibility online. Another great benefit of YouTube is that it really allows you to showcase your brand's personality. Videos allow you to show your audience who you are, what it is that you stand for and what your brand is all about. And this can help you really establish a connection with your audience and build trust with them. Additionally, YouTube allows you to engage with your audience through comments and live streams, which can help you, which can also help with building a community around your brand. 
And whilst you've got platforms such as Spotify, which have now introduced its question and answer feature for podcasts, this is still relatively in its infancy and doesn't offer the same level of conversation and interaction as YouTube comments currently do. And also that question and answer feature currently is only available for Spotify. However, as with any great feature, I'm sure it will catch up with other podcast platforms soon. And as for monetization, this is a really key one. If you're looking for monetization of your word, of your work, YouTube, remember, has got its creator fund, which you can work towards joining. Now, it does have um, kind of limitations. I'm not going to go through like actual numbers because YouTube have just updated their numbers, numbers for entry into their creator fund program. So what I don't want to do is obviously put numbers in here and then date the episode very quickly if they go and change it again. But essentially you need a certain amount of watch hours, certain amount of subscribers um, to be able to join the creator fund. There's a couple more bits to it than that, but that's it basically. On the other hand, there is no fund in the same way for podcasts. So you need to apply for different ad programs and gain sponsorships if that type of monetization is the route that you want to go down. If we talk about podcasting for brand growth, we know we are told so often that podcasting helps you establish yourself as an expert. This is because you're sharing your thoughts and your ideas on a particular topic and you can really position yourself as a go-to resource for information on that topic. You've got complete ownership over your show, unlike YouTube, which owns your content and your videos. Basically, think of it like this, that if YouTube were to disappear tomorrow, then your content is gone. But if Apple Podcasts were to disappear, your podcast your podcast content will still exist on other podcast directories, which is also why I tell people to put it on as many directories as possible, because, you know, look what happened to Stitcher just last month in June. It announced that Stitcher was no longer going to be performing in the way that we have known Stitcher to to date. So people cannot use that as a platform anymore to listen to podcasts and consequently will need to go elsewhere to consume podcast content. Podcasts as well will help you reach a really wide audience. Unlike video content, podcasts can be consumed whilst doing other activities such as driving, exercising or working. And there's also a certain level of intimacy that is created when listening to a podcast, which in my opinion, at least you just don't get when you are watching video. After all, if someone is listening to you whilst driving, you are in their ears for the length of time of your episode and maybe the next one too. I want the next one after that even. It's harder to click off a podcast when you're driving or doing the dishes. So like listening to the radio or music, you're building that stronger connection with your audience because you are literally in their ears. They're literally stuck with you sometimes. And also building a loyal audience. Another benefit of podcasting is that it allows you to build that loyal audience. Podcast listeners tend to be highly engaged and loyal to the podcasts that they listen to. And this means that you can create high quality content that resonates with your audience and you can build a loyal following that will support your brand and help you to grow. One of the biggest benefits of having a podcast over YouTube is that you don't need to show your face if you don't want to. And this might sound silly, but for some people, it's incredibly important. I think it's also important to remember that around 80% of podcasters don't record video as part of their podcast workflow, meaning that you can turn up and record however you want and feel no pressure to look or present yourself and your surroundings in a certain way. 
Now, side note here, this totally worked for me when I started the Confidence CEO podcast. I started that podcast with a three-month-old baby at my side, messy bun on top of my head, and the classic look of a mum with a newborn who had been up all night. And whilst some might have a different opinion, and that's fine, this is not how I wanted to appear on YouTube for the world to see me. And so audio-only podcasts were the way forward for me at that time. And do you know what, quite frankly... I enjoyed the audio only vibe and I've kind of kind of got it going. In fact, as I'm recording this episode, I am wearing pink joggers, a Harry Potter t-shirt, hair scraped back in a ponytail and I've got my glasses on and makeup is off. It is quarter to nine at night and I don't need to worry about lighting or anything like that because I'm just recording audio. So that works for me. If I just want to go through some quick pros and cons of podcasts versus YouTube. So we'll start with the, um, the pros of YouTube. YouTube has got a very large user base. Quite simply, more people use YouTube than Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast directory out there. And therefore, whilst there's more chance of you being lost in the noise, there's also more potential of you being found and people finding you. There is also a high engagement through comments and live streams. At present, there is uh, very limited ways of going live with your podcast on a traditional podcast directory. And also on YouTube, there is the high visibility in search results. As I've already said, YouTube is the second biggest search engine in the world. And with that, it means that you are more likely to be found in the search results. And whilst podcast directories technically can be used as a search engine, more people are going to go to somewhere like YouTube and type in how to create a podcast, for example, than they are into Apple Podcasts. Some cons of YouTube, video content can be really time consuming to create and also you've got the production and the editing that goes with it. Depending on your setup, preparation, aesthetic, video can take longer to create than audio for podcasting and with that you've also got the cost, not just the cost in buying equipment but also the cost of your time and how much time it's taking you to produce that that video you've also got the high competition for views and subscribers numbers for youtube and podcasting work very very differently and whilst people are used to seeing thousands if not millions of views on a youtube video the average podcast will get less than 29 downloads in its first seven days of release and also there are way more people on the platform so competition for views and subscribers are a lot tougher are a lot tougher than listeners for your podcast Some pros for podcasting is that it's a very low barrier to entry. You can start your podcast with just an iPhone or another smartphone. I am currently recording this particular episode on the Riverside app, which is free on my iPhone and using my Blue Yeti microphone, which is plugged in. I'll link all of the equipment down in the show notes. But that just goes to show I don't have a crazy expensive or technical setup there. Podcasts as well can be consumed whilst doing other activities. Your audience doesn't need to be solely watching your channel to engage with you and can listen whilst doing other activities. And as I've already said as well, podcast audiences tend to be highly engaged and loyal to the podcast that they listen to. Cons of podcasting, though, is that you can have limited visibility in comparison to YouTube and limited discoverability as well. There can be less opportunity for engagement compared to YouTube. It's not as easy as just leaving a comment. 
and audio quality can also be a challenge for beginners. And whilst I firmly believe that you don't need the most expensive microphone ever to podcast, you do need decent audio quality, meaning that editing and setup can take a bit of learning when you are starting out. So that is going through some different elements of podcasts versus YouTube, some pros and cons. And of course, there will be some people who are listening in and going, well, can't I combine both? Can I put the audio on to YouTube? Can I film the video and do it, um, put the video on YouTube and the audio on podcast directories? And the answer is yes. But the important thing is that you come up with a strategy and a workflow that works for you. So if you're thinking you want to do podcast audio only, don't feel pressured to do the YouTube in addition if you don't want to. Equally, if you find that you are wanting to do YouTube and you've got a really amazing workflow set up for that, then that is also absolutely great. The important thing is that you find a workflow and you find a content output that works for you and is growing your brand in a way that aligns with your vision for your podcast, for your business, whatever it is. So I hope you found that helpful and useful. As ever, do reach out and contact me on Instagram or Twitter at Verity Songon. And otherwise, I will see you next episode. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Lazy Girl's Guide to Podcasting. If you love this episode, I think you'll love being on my email newsletter list where I send out weekly podcasting tips to help you create, host and grow a podcast that you love. To join, go to veritysongon.com slash newsletter or hit the link in the show notes. Until next time, happy podcasting.